0: Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may tune in. This is Minister Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and welcome to you today. Thank you for joining me. My voice might sound a little bit different right now. I've been a little tiny bit under the weather the last few days, so I'm hoping to get my voice back in full here very soon. So I I appreciate you bearing with me through these few messages, however might be affected by this voice for this time period. And I hope to be over this soon. God bless you today. I'd like to discuss a little bit today about the Feast of Tabernacles and the Sukkot feast, the Sukkot season for the Jewish people. As part of our One in Messiah class, we've been learning about our Jewish heritage, the connection that we have with the Jewish people And so in honor of the celebration of the Feast of Tabernacles or what the Jews call Sukkot, I wanted to just bring a brief message to somewhat explain a little bit about Sukkot and about these feasts that the Jewish people have every year. So I'd like to spend just a few moments with you in regard to that at this time. The Feast of Tabernacles or Sukkot is the last of the biblical cycle of mandated feasts from god from leviticus chapter 23. it's the last of the fall feasts and it is called sukkot or booths b-o-o-t-h-s booths or tabernacles meaning tents it's a seven-day feast which has an additional day that the rabbis have added to celebrate the torah that God gave to his people as a special covenant with them. The whole season is a season of rejoicing. Sukkot simply means booths. It's the plural of sukkah, meaning a booth or a tent or a temporary dwelling place. It signifies a temporary place, such as they had during the wilderness wanderings between the time they came out of Egypt and the time they went into the promised land the temporary dwelling tents that they lived in. It reminds us of those tents. It reminds us of the wilderness wanderings and their struggles, as well as the faithfulness of God during that time of their journeys, before they got to the final destination of the promised land. It is a mandated time of rejoicing. This is the one feast of the year that they are actually commanded. They will Rejoice. It's a mandated time of rejoicing in this season. I'd like to read the instructions that God gave to Moses in Leviticus chapter 23. And I'm going to read verses 33 through 36 and then 39 through 44. Verse 33 through 36 says this. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel saying, the 15th day of this seventh month, shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days to the Lord. On the first day there shall be a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it. For seven days you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. On the eighth day you shall have a holy convocation, and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. It is a sacred assembly, and you shall do no customary work on it. Then we jump down to verse 39. Also on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, when you have gathered in the fruit of the land, you shall keep the feast of the Lord for seven days. On the first day there shall be a Sabbath rest, and on the eighth day a Sabbath rest. And you shall take for yourselves on the first day the fruit of beautiful trees, branches of palm trees, the boughs of leafy trees, and willows of the brook and you shall rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. You shall keep it as a feast to the Lord for seven days in the year. It shall be a statute forever in your generations. You shall celebrate it in the seventh month. You shall dwell in booths for seven days. All who are native Israelites shall dwell in booths, that your generations may know that I made the children of Israel dwell in booths. When I brought them out of the land of Egypt, I am the Lord your God. So Moses declared to the children of Israel the feasts of the Lord. So this feast is mandated time of rejoicing for the Jewish people. For seven days they were to dwell in these booths. It signified the in-between time, but also that it was a time of rejoicing because of the faithfulness of God that brought them into the promised land fulfilling his word and protecting them during all of their wanderings it's also called the feast of ingathering because it's the fe- the feast of the final harvests it's the final harvest when all the crops are gathered in for the wintertime it's the final of the harvest cycle for their year it's the last of the feasts that are mandated by god in leviticus chapter 23 Now, the Jewish people have added several other holidays, holy days, to their calendar. One that would be coming up in a couple more months would be Hanukkah. But these are the feasts that are mandated by the Lord in the Torah, given to Moses in Leviticus chapter 23. It's a seven-day celebration of rejoicing. With that eighth day, that final day, rejoicing in the Torah, rejoicing in the law that God gave them is how they celebrate that. It includes two specific practices that both testify of Messiah one is they would have the menorah large menorah in the courtyard large lampstands in the courtyard and Jesus came along and said I am the light of the world if you follow me you will not walk in darkness so the menorah and the abundant light signifies Jesus, who is the light of the world. There's also a water drawing ceremony. When they would go to the Pool of Siloam, the place where there was living water, fresh water, natural spring, Pool of Siloam, and they would have a ceremony. The high priest in the days of the temple would go down there and they would have a ceremony where they would draw out the water from there and take it back up to the temple and pour it out before the Lord. The Lord. Now, Jesus, on the very last day of the feast, the great day of the feast, when this was done, we read in John chapter 7, verse 37 through 39, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, Out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. That would come shortly thereafter this event. So this water drawing ceremony also speaks of Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus testifies of that and how he is the living water. He is the giver of the living water to all who will come to him and believe in him, and he will make it a wellspring within them so that out of their own belly, out of their own heart, will continually be flowing these living waters. Praise God. So this was the final in gathering and harvest. It signifies ultimately the messianic kingdom age when messiah the king will sit on his throne in jerusalem the son of david to rule and reign in his eternal kingdom given him by god the father so the ultimate fulfillment of the feast of tabernacles is the messianic kingdom i hope that this helps you and gives you more information about the feast of tabernacles and its connection to Yeshua, the Messiah, and what we have to look forward to in the ultimate coming season of rejoicing. For all who believe and receive Jesus, the Messiah, we have the promise of the Feast of Tabernacles, being with him in his eternal kingdom, the ultimate fulfillment of Sukkot, the ultimate fulfillment of the season of our joy. And I want to remind us as I close of the reason for our rejoicing found in Luke chapter 10, verse 20. Jesus said these words, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. The reason that we will have an eternal season of rejoicing in the fulfillment of the Feast of Tabernacles is because those who will be there enjoying that are those whose names are forever written in heaven in the Lamb's book of life forever. When Jesus returns and establishes his kingdom reign in Tabernacles' truest fulfillment, it will be an eternal time and season of rejoicing. Praise be to God. I pray that this has been a blessing to you. And Lord willing, you can join us again for our One in Messiah series and for other messages brought to you through Covenant Truth Ministries. God bless you today in Jesus' name. Amen.